Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone-themed podcast. We record the show live on a Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out, and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are... Wacky Wes. Mikey Dread. Art Faulkner. Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out Welcome everyone to the Let's Drone Out episode number, I don't know, um, I don't know what number it, it is today. Um, 294. However, 294. 294. 294. Right, perfect. So today, or tonight, we're joined by very exciting guests. We have four girls, oh sorry, three girls on the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined oh, by Tony. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm yeah, such I know. A girl. <laughs> you are my wife. <laughs> so I'm very excited to be finally not the only girl on the show because I'm joined by um, Jess. Hi, I'm Jess. I'm from DCL. Hey. And uh, our second special guest is Maca Reactra. I hope I pronounced it right. Pretty much. Um, thanks for having me on again. I'm excited to be here. We have Andrew slash Frank with a Hello. new fancy background. New fancy background. Oh, we have Tony. Bonjour. My little Tony. <laughs> Always my little oh, Tony. Sorry, your little <laughs> Tony. <laughs> I've sent you pictures. It's not that little. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Jack. Hello. And Kerry Kitten. Hello. And Everyone's favourite. <laughs> you're you're oh, doing things for the next time. Well done, Blue Owl. Well. That was very good. Yeah. Very, it was very, very good. Because if we say, Tony, you have to do it, he just disappears. I just literally refuses. switch off the camera. And goes that. to cry in a corner. <laughs> All right. Wow. Thanks. And oh, the lovely and beautiful <laughs> and talented Blue Owl. Oh, thank you. Hello. <laughs> Oh. Thanks for making me awkward. <laughs> so what's going on today, Blue Owl? Oh my gosh, it's not over yet. <laughs> He's horrible. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> like you've got this. Torture. It's you've been got two this. minutes and it's a torture. How, how's your week been, Blue Owl? Do you hate me? <laughs> uh, always. That's <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad nothing's side. changed. <laughs> Oh, we have some more girls on the chat. Oh, yeah, Lil. That's, that's very good to see. Hey, Lil. My week's been super good. How about you guys? I've slept through most of it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels like. And, uh, yeah, Frank, you've moved. Where have you moved, moved to? To new secret place from old secret place. Yeah. And uh, there's at least three fields within about a 10-minute walk of here. And I went to new office for the first time, and they were like, so you, you do some drones. Uh, can you bring a racing drone? I'm like, yes, I can bring a racing drone. Why and where? And like, well, we've got this, this forest out that way that we think should probably be good for flying through. And we've got a field out that way that would also probably be good for flying in. Do you want to come and like try it? I'm like, yes, I will do that. So I'm going to be doing that at some point. Jamie Bugger. It's yeah. your boy, it's your boy, Make Me Lab, MKME Lab. How you doing? He's a cool. Canadian. I was looking at your reflow oven review, and uh, I'm, I'm not too <laughs> sure about that. But uh, I will catch up with you in your uh, Discord if you're if you're around after the show. Because uh, I'm thinking about building a reflow oven because. I've sent my boards off to get to get made. They're they're on their way. Mm. No one cares. Fantastic. Oh, I do because I'm getting a green one. <laughs> yep. Uh, Curry kitten, how are you? I'm okay, but I'm also tired. Um, uh, and nothing much going on. Um, you have flown, coding though. some stuff. 
I haven't. Well, I flew last week. I, I've got enough oh, to do sort week? of three videos. But um, yeah, this week has has no flying. But um, some videos to come. I got to fly a proper quad after flying the Cine Whoop, which is a bit like a sail in the wind. Mm. I forgot how quickly batteries go down. You just get sort of having fun. And you're like, oh, it's time to land now because the battery's gone. Never mind. Oh. Yeah, they are a bit like that. My, my, my darling, is me, Frank. I was just going to ask how many people have been stabbed outside so far. <laughs> yeah, uh, but for, compared to the previous place, 100% fewer shootings nearby. Absolutely. Oh, good it's, news. It's good. <laughs> <Safe> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh, oh, my fantastic. God. Um, Mako, the lovely darling Mako, Reactra, how are you? I'm doing well because I just got out of work and I have the week off. Oh, fantastic. Lots of um, time to fly and get on DCL. Um, have you have you played, like, because we're talking about uh, potentially uh, video games and simulators and stuff, have you played the, I haven't spoken to you for ages, but have you played uh-huh. the new uh, Final Fantasy remaster? I have. What I do you think of it? sadly, like, really close to beating it, but I just can't commit to doing it. I don't know if I just don't want to know the end. I know it's obviously not the end of the whole game because it's episodes, but did you like it? I haven't played it, but oh. I've, I've watched it. I've watched uh, Brianna White, who's the voice actress of Aerith, mm-hmm. and I'm in love with her. And yes. Curry Kittens played it. Oh. I can tell you I'm that slightly I'm... in love with Tifa, I'm afraid. As oh, uh, sad yeah. as that is. More Aerith for me. It's got that rack, so... Hard to ignore. She's got the whole package, <laughs> let's face it. Um, but I I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of what I played so far, honestly. I think you spend too much time doing mundane stuff. Yeah, and not saving the planet. Yeah, we should be doing that, not looking for kittens and I don't know what else. <laughs> that was my favorite yeah. bit. That's probably Jack's favorite bit. Oh, I like cats. Um anyway, right. Why Had to get that out of the way. Yeah. But you, you've been good. You've been doing good, though. You've been flying. You're missing the kids. Have you been locked down? What's been going um, on? Oh, good question. We are in person. We're in person, part time and remote. So I have nine kids every day um, in the building. It's kind of hard to manage. <laughs> so I'm exhausted. Oh, that's good. Right. Jess, no technical questions. Right. <laughs> You're here to talk about your simulator. Is that right? I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was also so- somewhat can, about DCL and, and the That's Girls um, League stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the idea behind the Women's Cup, we, I mean, we know that in general in sports, there is kind of a, an imbalance between um, men and women in terms of coverage, in terms of number of participants, etc. And in something like drone racing, there's no valid reason for it because it's not like there's an athletic, you know, distinction between men and women for FPV racing. And so we kind of, looked back on uh, DCL, the kind of race series and the years and realized that there weren't a lot of women who'd ever participated. I think we managed to find one. And looking at our followers as well on various channels, people playing DCL, the game, etc. It is just very male dominant. And we were aware of this. We've been aware of it for a while. You know, it's relatively obvious. But we're kind of at a point right now where we can do something about it. And we kind of realized that there are no other leagues who are actively really trying to get women involved. And so we're like, well, this is also our chance to, I mean, be a bit bolder and different to other lesser leagues who I shall not name. (laughs) No, we love them, but we don't, but we do. <laughs> you can tell the truth if you like. <laughs> I think she just did. <laughs> it's it's a relationship that is interesting. Um, but uh, no, on the reals, we, there, I mean, 
I know it kind of looks on the surface like I a lot of the female pilots know me because I was the one who contacted them directly about this project to see feedback because it's one thing to have this great project, you know, to, to us at DCL. And it's a whole other, if no pilot that we want to recruit wants to actually take part, there's obviously no point in going forward with it. So we tried to get all the feedback we could get from um, different pilots. And we also talked to the teams, obviously, because they're the ones who are going to be recruiting these pilots in order to make sure that everyone was aligned on what was happening. And the feedback was so positive. Uh, I mean, initially, I hadn't planned a league we had kind of come in with, oh, maybe we should have somehow a few female pilots try slide them in somewhere. And the teams were like, no, that's not enough. We think there is a massive future of women in the sport and let's do something more. So on the DCL side, we're like, okay, what can we do that's within our capacity in terms of the resources that we have in in terms of the time that we have to plan it because the championship starts in two months. So it is kind of cutting it short um, to do a whole massive new league. So that's where we came up with the Women's Cup um, and refined the idea, obviously, internally and then whilst talking to the teams, whilst talking to different female pilots. So the idea is that the Women's Cup runs parallel to the main championship, but it is intertwined in the sense that it will be the same teams so there are um, seven or eight teams that have representation in what we call the world championship that's the one that you guys already know that's on every year um, where all the teams have pilots racing mm -hmm. gets etc that is live streamed on twitch uh, there will be a few format changes to that this year actually so keep your eyes peeled for all the announcements on that mm -hmm. but between um both of the sections of that, there will be a slot allocated for the Women's Cup where all eight teams have, uh, or seven or eight, have a woman representing them in the Women's Cup who are flying together in a big heat. So all of them will be flying together at the same time. Because it's virtual, there's less of a risk of a crash. So there you do finish because the fun thing with big heats in real life races is that everyone crashes into everyone. And I know that's not like super fun because drones break, but as a spectator, it's very entertaining. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the, the idea with the big heat is that we can get everyone to race at the same time because like I said, we are short on time. So creating a whole new league with a lot of people to be able to race in 2v2, etc. that's just a lot of extra... Um, capacity that we don't necessarily have right now so the women's league is kind of parallel but it's the own thing the mm -hmm. thing though is women can still we keep getting this question of yeah. course women can still take part in the world championship they always have been able to and just to clarify as well when i say the word women i'm very well aware that there is not a gender binary that there's an entire spectrum there um so women and other people on the gender spectrum that aren't men but because that's very long we just say women it sounds catchier cool. kind of that and the hope is that in the future we won't need a women's cup uh, we'd love mm -hmm. for everyone to be racing in the main championship that's the ultimate dream but integration and equality takes time and it takes positive discrimination um, you look at plenty of examples in sport all over the world it started with kind of i don't like to use the word forcing women in but giving them their own tournament etc where they are given a platform that they can race on every race they will be able to race they will be able to showcase their skills they'll be able to be part of a team in that team there will be top pilots from around the world that they can learn from that they can um, engage with and all of that kind of combined together will hopefully mean that by the end of the year we'll have female pilots who are on the same level as all of these top male pilots that are currently there and can be competing in the world championship and winning it it's the goal the aim that sounds really good uh, that, is it all online at the moment 
So there are six virtual races right now. DCL is doing a hybrid season. The first six races are virtual. So the Women's Cup will take place in the virtual setting. Uh, the final race, so there's a real-life race in Mexico City, which is currently not planned to be part of the Women's Cup, but that can be changed. It really depends we all know with COVID right now that uh, a lot of things are still in the hanging of not sure. But yeah, right now the Women's Cup is purely virtual. That's how we're kind of. Yeah, I see it. it as like a training to yeah. get me in. Like before I heard about this, I only flew sim on occasion. And as soon as I found out, I'm like, wow, there's an opportunity because I felt like I had no chance before. I just didn't have the stick time. And now I'm grinding away and there are other females out there who are freestylers who are interested in doing that too. So it already has a huge interest. We have a discord channel with like 80 women in there and yeah. everyone's thrilled and we're all encouraging each other to participate. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, are you, you going for it now? She should. Yeah. I was thinking about this because you see, I need this kind of a challenge to, to be motivated to fly and, we tried it before with Macro Reactor and we organized a freestyle competition. Um, and honestly, I so I participated in this competition the year before. And, and I never ever felt, it's not even about winning, it's just about participating. It was so much fun. I really never felt more motivated to fly. So I think, you know, if uh, DCL proposes something like this, the, I see it only as a positive motivation for girls to get into it because suddenly you get this safe space in FPV because let's be honest, mm -hmm. FPV mm -hmm. is not always a safe space for women. It is not, uh, it shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. Mm -hmm. no. I think these are good points to note because I, I, I am seeing some some comments flying back about like, why do women need their own cup if they're all equal? And this is, this is more about uh, infusing other girls to take part in this and putting yourselves up as like, look, we're doing this and this is going to get more minority. Because at the moment, women are a tiny minority in the sort of broad yeah. spectrum FPV flyers. So if you put a team together, fill it with the minority people, then hopefully you inspire people to take part. And then there's, there's, a, there's an equal mix and you don't ever need to have separate cups anymore. I mean, that is the, the goal. And what's going to come of this as well that we hope is a lot of the teams seem more keen on integrating women have expressively said, I can't name names, unfortunately, but that they w would actually be looking at putting women in their main team for the championship and not just the Women's Cup um, as a result of us having these conversations with them. And now we'll have so many women taking part in the draft selection that normally wouldn't have because they would have kind of said, oh, you know what, well, I don't think I have a shot, etc. And might be spotted by the teams as being also, you know, on the level that they can take part in the championship. So even though there is a women's cup that's kind of for them, because now they, they feel like they have that extra incentive of, you know what, well, I actually can get in. They're going to try their chance, realize that they're actually that good and be able to be racing in the main championship. So everyone wins really in this. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's important that there is nothing that we take away from from men, right, in this competition. There, is, um, there are no losers, in fact. Um, and it's just about, like Gary Kitten said, it's just about inspiring uh, other people and highlighting these role models because, all right, we're, we're getting, <laughs> I'm gonna get very deep into this, but I really believe that there is something wrong with the society and it starts very early on when you, uh, you know, talk to the kids and the way you, um, the things you show the kids, for example, if you go to a toy store, look at the toys, like what is uh, advertised for boys and what is advertised for girls, you know, it's, there is such a huge difference between these two. So the boys are always encouraged to, take risk and to be adventurous and all these kinds of things. And then mm. the girls' toys very often, not always, but very often are about, <laughs> let's, be, let's be true here, cleaning, taking care of kids, staying at home. This is basically the message that we give women right now. Mm. And uh, mm. I remember one story. So I don't 
I'm not a racer. I participated in a few races in my life and that was a disaster. But I remember one story that just made me just melt. Um, and it was during a race. There was a woman who came to me. I was literally at, at the bottom. Uh, I, I think I scored as the last one <laughs> during that race. And there was still a woman who came to me with her little girl. Um, it was uh, She was maybe two or three years old. And she told her, look, there is a woman who flies. I was the only one, the only female participant in that race. And she said, look, you can do it too, you know? And this is what it's all about. Basically giving a little bit more um, spotlight for the role models and showing people what's possible. Yeah, I had a father uh, message me in social media. He has a couple of daughters and he took them to a live race event for one of the professional leagues. And it was all men. So they were really confused and like, do women do this too? So they found me. And I just think if they see themselves represented, they'll feel like they can do it too, like you're saying. Um, so yeah, I'm a teacher though. So kind of get back to your point, Kaya. I've seen a shift with uh, sort of what girls are exposed to. Um, there's definitely a lot more STEM in schools and pushing them towards mm -hmm. that science, tech, engineering, math. And I know they love that I fly. I've had students, girls, mostly actually, um, come to some of my race events. So I think showing them that there are people, you know, like them doing it only helps. Yeah. I think one of the last videos I saw from you, Mako, you seemed like you were flying at the children. Maybe I thought just kind of <laughs> take a class size down a bit. It's like, let's get rid of some of the troublemakers here. Oh yeah. They look like they're having great fun. They were, they were going after your quad in, in big ways. That was a blast. Oh, my gosh. I think that clip is actually going to be in the FPV documentary Flow State. I don't know if you heard of that. So the kids are oh, so nice. excited. They had to get permission to be in the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're little superstars. We have we have heard of it. Well, hopefully we, we we get to see it. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when um, like, so I have done a few that not necessarily – uh, FPV, but other kind of steam events that have been kind of uh, aimed more at kids, and you can definitely see like the younger groups, like there is definitely not that split of uh, kind of gendered activities, um, and like everyone in those groups just sees everything as something they can do, um, and it, you know then you you do kind of see the the girls sort of start stepping away as in the older groups start stepping away from the kind of steam subjects um, and seeing it as, as not so much for them. And that, that is quite sad to see. Um, but then, you know, like you say, when there is some visibility of women in those groups, then all of a sudden that kind of barrier is taken away. Um, so, you know, I, I think that is important that that, that is there. That it's kind of, there's that first step of having, women visibly in that group, then that kind of removes one of the barriers to entry for other women to get involved. Um, I, I think there's, um, you know, we, we have obviously like you've got a discord of, you know, 80 women uh, there that you've got there. There's obviously women in the FPV community, but I think, you know, we've, we've seen sort of women come in, get a, get sort of a lot of attention, a lot of high profile, and then have to, after a little while, step away from it um, because of all that attention. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, like, is is there anything uh, either either with the DCL or maybe like uh, someone in the chat was asking earlier, anything that we can kind of do as a community that we can maybe make that a bit more of a sustained thing and a bit more of a kind of, you know, may, maybe try and reduce that kind of, turnover I, not I make <laughs> sexist comments <laughs> I mean, that, that would help that that one goes a long way i mean i i'm not a pilot myself but i've seen what the kind of comments that um the different women like fpv women get and I can understand why someone would not necessarily want to be in the spotlight when you get those kinds of things thrown at you. So if as a community, and this is something that I actually really like about the DCL community is um, 
we announced it last Friday that we were doing the Women's Cup. So you always have a few skeptical people being like, oh, but why do women need their own cup? The usual questions. And it was the men in the DCL community that were defending it and saying, no, this is really important. Women are underrepresented and we do want more women uh, in the FPV community and giving them to their space to race and to get better, et cetera, is a great thing. And it was quite funny because they'd convert the doubting men and then a new person would come in the chat. This was happening in Discord saying, oh, why does this need to happen? And so the person who used to be skeptical of the whole thing would then be, no, actually, it does need to happen. It's a great thing. So the community itself is has been really supportive. And I honestly, I mean, Maka knows this, I was petrified when the press release went out. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> Because uh, I, it's a DCL team effort, of course. I'm not alone in the company to have spearheaded this. But I did kind of self-appoint myself as project manager because it's it's something that I am quite passionate about. Uh, I'm quite a strong feminist. So it's, it's like my thing to fight for women being given equal opportunities in all domains, really. And... So I was really worried about any pushback it might get because I've seen this happen in so many other communities when they announce that um, they're going to do separate women's events. And actually the support has been really, really great. I mean, of course, there are some people who are still skeptical about the whole thing and uh, there are some good questions as well. I mean, like I said, the main one that keeps getting asked is, oh, but they'll have their own thing and what about the main championship? And like I said, they can still compete in the main championship. That's never been off the table so it's been really good and it made me even more excited about the whole project and next week is the draft selection is starting in dcl the game so anyone who wants to be a dcl pilot you need to get dcl the game like right now because from next week you have three weeks of flying your very best within the game in order to be part of the draft selection and picked by one of the teams to race. So, how would somebody take Is it literally a case of flying and submitting a time or something? Or Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know if any of you have played DCL the game before. It's a drone racing simulator where well, you I, just... I, I fly over simulators. I, I can't remember the name. <laughs> 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 we won't name the other <laughs> Um, I mean, it's it's a drone simulator uh, where you, you go through loops and cones and things. Uh, and so there's a special track for the draft qualification. I can see you, Tigger. Sorry, my cat is, is being a cat. <laughs> nice to see your cat. Waiting for Jack to start begging. Uh, I'm Come a very on, big fan of cat. Oh my Can god. Give me a second. Tigger, come say hi. Is he ginger? He's no, she's, she's a tabby. Oh, she. Oh, she doesn't. She's a little mancoon. No. She's a cat. She's oh. like running away. And... This is Tigger. Oh, oh my god, it's bigger than look, my dog. Oh no, Tigger is tiny. Look. She is look, absolutely she tiny. Oh, oh no, she's like a forever kitten. She she never grew, basically. <laughs> look at cat. Cat's. Uh, sorry, look at Jack. I love look her. Jack. <laughs> look at Cat. Look at Jack. He's like, Woo. please feed her dreamies and tell her that I love her. <laughs> I will do that. This, this is you. probably the most spoiled cat you've ever met, so don't worry. There's no such thing. You can't spoil a cat enough unless That's they go true. around. That's true. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. But back to women. <laughs> yeah. well, yes. How do you how, how do you um be, how do you take part in the competition? We were talking about is it a case yeah, of racing this track and you submit your time essentially? Yes. Presumably. So basically, the draft selection will be um, 
to the best of my knowledge, will be on one track, the qualification. Um, it lasts three weeks within DCL the game. It's on all three platforms. So that's Steam, which is PC, Mac, uh, PS4, and Xbox. And you can race the track. Um, it should automatically sync your time with everyone else, like every weekly trial, essentially. Uh, you have to try be the fastest. That's about it. So you can grind as many hours as you need to try put in the best time you possibly can within those three weeks. It's not about grinding the most. It's just about being the fastest. So some people only need 10 hours and then they've got it. And some people need 100 hours. So take the time that you need for that. Do you get to see other people's times or is yeah. it just... Yeah, oh, there's can. a leaderboard within oh, the game, but you can also go see the leaderboard on the website, uh, which is constantly... It should be live updated. And what position are you, Mako? I haven't flown the event track, but the last track I flew, I was 40-something. Oh, not bad. I think 48. Are was you on PC? I am on PC, and I'm getting a new monitor to help cool. with sim. Got to get that 240 hertz going. <laughs> <laughs> go, Gail. Well, it's, I have to say, I'll cut a few seconds a down with that. <laughs> a little bad for people using the, the console versions if they can only use like a, a console joystick because it's not quite got the same sensitivity that you're going to have on a PC. So on PS4, you can use transmitters. Ooh, uh, cool. Not all of them are available, but uh, the vast majority. Uh, on Discord and on our website, there's a list of the ones which are and are not compatible. And then on um, Xbox... Microsoft doesn't allow you to connect a transmitter, but there are people in our community who have found workarounds of the whole thing. So if you're on the DCL Discord, just ask, how do I connect my transmitter to an Xbox? And someone in the community will answer. Officially, we're not allowed to say that there is a real solution because it's not Microsoft approved, but... Someone made a video. <laughs> <laughs> they may not exist. Nice. Nice. Blue out. In order to do this race, are you going to have to lower your camera angle from the normal 65 degrees? Yes. Honestly, yeah, that's the first not step. Not too and much, then, though. Then I'm, I think I'm going to put, a, you know, like a fake name and go undercover because I'm really not good at racing, so... <laughs> Oh, no, after you play a few oh, hours yeah. of DCL, you'll be surprised. I may try. I, I, I'm really tempted now. My my okay. alias is Tony's mum. Feel free to borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have to get the girls on in the Discord and we'll fly. Yeah, yeah you can do multiplayer lobbies yeah. in the game. If you're all on the same platform, you can race against each other just for fun. Right. Oh, well, I don't know who put that up there. <laughs> <laughs> who, who selected that comment, Curry? Can't um, imagine. Caroline saying that her computer can run the Curry Kitten Simulator, but not quite the DCL one. Yeah, pe- people's potatoes can run that. Something to be said for lesser graphics, but I'm sure it's a very good sim. <laughs> I just uh, I found out old Digby, but Dan, an old listener, he, he's been playing... Uh, DCL on his on his PlayStation and his his little son's been playing it as well. Oh, bless. So, yeah, just so you know. So now uh, I didn't know about the transmitter thing, so I will tell him now. Yes, <laughs> the I mean it makes a whole world of a difference when you can play with the transmitter. It really it increases obviously the realism of it because you do really feel like you're flying a drum because you have the transmitter there and it helps you practice for real life. Essentially, the sim was conceived um, at the very, very, very early stages of it. I mean, this is years ago, uh, to practice the tracks that uh, were prepped in advance. So before being able to go onto a real-life track, uh, in order to practice it, they would use the sim to do that. And it kind of got better and we decided to release it mainstream in order to make it like an actual, you sealed the game simulator. But it's 
quite close to reality. I've heard different people say things about the physics of it, but what you have to remember is the physics are depending on a DC, like the DCL 19 quad, the kind of standard make model. Well, we have certain um, guidelines for the quads that can fly in our races. And so it, it is fitting that rather than just any random one that you can have of different sizes and weights and things. So that's why it might feel off compared to what people are used to flying in their own backyard because it won't necessarily have the same dimensions. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good because we used to just turn up at a racetrack, have a quick walk around, and that was it. That was, you know, <laughs> fly. You've got to go. That's it. But um, yeah, if you can, if you can fly a few days, weeks before, and get to learn the track, that's that's awesome. Really what help. you were saying just earlier about your experience of playing it, I, I feel like there should be a special keyboard championship where you're only allowed to <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. That seems to watch. so hard. Yeah. Do you know what I would love though is if the devs would actually play publicly. Um, I'm not a dev, so I don't, but the devs who know kind of the game really well and know, I wouldn't call them cheats, but all the shortcuts and things like that. And I would just really love a live stream, especially Filippo, of him playing. But Filippo has way too many things to do and does not have time to live stream himself playing. Can <laughs> you tell him off right now? He doesn't. He can't see this. Bless him. He's off at the moment. Um, personal reasons that I shall not dive into. But it's, yeah, he won't be watching this, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, Lexi and Lil had two really good points about the sim. Um, basically you full throttle through the tracks, which isn't realistic to what we do in five inch racing, at least me. Um, and then Lil said momentum's the name of the game. And I feel that like, as soon as you lose momentum, you're down a little bit of DCL stuff. So, so it's the DCL for none of you who fly DCL. (laughs) <laughs> if you run out of steam it just sort of drops really quick does it well it's just it's hard to recover i guess you could say uh, okay but we super fun i love the production value of dcl because it's just like no other the tracks the video animation in the beginning super fun i guess I was a gamer it. you know i'm a gamer so that's why i appreciate it yeah. <laughs> can you I guess change- that's it the the other side of things is um you know the actual the the streams and the sort of um this this sort of show that's made of the actual racing um sort of after the draft where where can people watch that and and see that twitch um (laughs) we we honestly had so much fun last year with the virtual shows because it was the first time that any of us had done it we covid happened no one had planned it and we were like, okay, well, what do we do now that we can't do live races? So we have a sim. How do we make this into a thing? So we uh, are working with Twitch and uh, we'll be live streaming all of the races on Twitch. Uh, this year it will be only one day because last year we would do all of the races over two days. And so the, the races will just be on a Sunday. Uh, it goes for about six hours, roughly. Uh, where all the teams will be racing against each other and then there'll be a small final and a big final. So but you guys you don't on the know spot that yet. And ask what the uh, the Twitch handle is. Uh, Drone Champions League, one word. So I be... know our handles. That's my <laughs> <Why>? job. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it'll be twitch.tv slash drone champion. Uh, drone Champions it? League. Drone Champions League, there we go. Uh, it's the same social media handle for every single social channel except Twitter, which is Drone Champions L, because on Twitter uh, you can't have a handle that's that, like longer. Ooh, so get practicing, Mako and Blue Owl. <laughs> I'm on yes. vacation. Perfect time to be on vacation. Exactly. Yes. The week of the, yes. you know, the track comes out. <laughs> I, I'm slightly unfamiliar with the the way DCL works in terms of it, if it's team racing. How? Yep. Is it individual? Does everybody go out at once or is it like a couple of people from each team in each heat or something like that? 
So it depends between virtual and live events, it changes. Uh, so I'm going to answer that for the virtual events because live is another thing. Um, it's T two versus two of each team. So you have two pilots from team A racing two pilots from team B for a certain amount of heats. And then they switch and it will be the other two versus the other two. And is it like a points thing about who wins or is it time added yeah. up? So it's uh, who who wins in these the live races. For qualifications, it's a time thing. But for the actual live races, it's a point system of uh, if you... The point system is changing this year, but because that's not public, I'm just going to say what happened last year. That <laughs> uh, uh, if you finish number one for your team, you get one point. And if you finish one and two then you get two points. Mm. But uh, this year it will be depending, uh, you get points for position. So I don't know how many points exactly it will be, but number one will get X amount of points. Number two will get X amount of points for the team, etc. And at the end of the race, uh, if there's still a tie, then there will be a big heat, which is one of my favorite things. When all eight pilots race at the same time, because it's four people per team. Sorry, yeah, four people per team. You may not know that part. <laughs> I got it now. And can you still crash into each other on the sim? No. Oh, that's that would be fun. But we no. should get the devs on that one because that would be great. Just to see virtual you know what? Going. We've talked about it internally and decided maybe not. But I'll Did I'll submit it back as a possible. Thing I, we can work on. I do know in in the real life racing, there's there's a whole other meta level of of racing when when you can crash into each other because obviously it's in real life. Of do you when you're off the the starting uh, point, do you go flat out or do you just let maybe some other people go ahead of you who are, you think are going to crash at the first gate? Or I mean, gate? especially if you do like a big heat that's eight pilots racing at the same time that's like eight drones going 130 kilometers an hour at the same time so they crash into things but yeah they do crash into each other a lot which as a spectator it's great entertainment Mm. value (laughs) (laughs) a lot of the comments in the chat are saying that they enjoyed watching the the live live events so uh, good reviews there yeah we do miss them I was just going to say, my one experience of racing, Frank, that exact thing happened to me on the first go. It's like, go, and I'm going along. And I didn't even make it to the first gate when I got hit by two other people from behind. And then since that time, it's like, let them go, go past them later, or crash on your own accord, but not get hit by everybody else. That's much better. That's the thing. When when you're live racing and you, you've got so many things to think about. Like you've got distractions, people talking, you're there. And being at home would actually be quite nice racing online because you've got the quiet. You can set your mood lighting like Frank's done. You can have a glass <laughs> of wine. You can, have, oh, had- you, can have it, you can have it quiet. And you don't have all that chitter-chatter of people talking when you're racing or someone's crashed and then you hear people go, ooh, like that. And that's <laughs> sure. So You can hard. hit the restart button. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you do have, I think it was through TeamSpeak, that the teams would be connected with each other. All of the pilots of the same team would okay. have each other. Um, mute button. Can't yeah. hear you. <laughs> Yeah, but it was more of an encouragement type situation. And all of them were saying that they were, you know, hearing all of the pilots that weren't racing, telling them, go, 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 you're doing amazing. Like it was a really positive chat. And obviously speaking as well with the team captain, team manager, and so thinking of different strategies. I mean, there's there's noise there. But yeah, it was quite cool, though, because we got to see the setup of different people. And there was like an unspoken competition of who has the coolest setup at home. I'm pretty sure Jordy Peak wins. That was my personal favorite. He had like the mood lighting at the back in blue with all the drone canopies. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm working on mine. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that. It looks cool. <laughs> I'll have my dog on my lap, a beer <laughs> next to me, all the lights turned off, Everything on mute. <laughs> That'd be me. I'll be all right. That's 
That's You're usually I'm in an armchair so. anyway, so I'm surprised it makes too much of a difference, Tony. I know. You've got to sit down and relax when you're racing, probably. I just didn't like the chitter-chatter, the people talking around you. You, you. you know, like if I worked in an office and someone <laughs> was on the phone over there, I'd be more inclined to listen to them to the person that I was on the phone to. That's just <laughs> that's how I work. So um, when I used to – when I race, I haven't raced for a – uh, about a year now i would literally put my hood up and put my goggles down and just like go away everyone i don't like talk i'm trying to concentrate so online would be um it would be would be cool because you could just have it how you want it well like but you should join us then tony oh, God, maybe i haven't right i haven't raced for but i haven't raced five inch for about two years the last race was uh, X class in Texas. So, I mean, those are people who joined last year, though. It was their first year ever, and they did amazingly. They'd just gotten the sim and they were just grinding at it and ended up doing really, really well in the live races. So, you never know unless you try. It's, I know. Maybe I should try again. I lose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. But apart that. <laughs> It's yeah. You know, it's not mm. always the winning Tony. No, no, it's the taking part. <laughs> <laughs> being part of a team, enjoying trip. the time together, all of that part. I do miss. I do miss that bit of it, yeah. meeting up with people and um, all that part. But yeah, the being, the driving around the country was annoying. I didn't like that either. So online, and yet you flew it, over to it, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was a nice holiday slash flying. (laughs) I just like the the, idea you could you could race but don't have to change out of your pajamas. I think that's a great that is another good I mean you do have to wear your team's shirt, so you at least have to change your t shirt. Okay, I you know I'm already in my I've got my pajamas on now, but you can't tell because I've got a regular t shirt on. This is all part of the disguise. So for me, whenever I was racing, in real life, obviously, the biggest distraction for me was that I was usually the only girl or one of uh, like just a few, maybe two or three. And it was just, you know, I, I know it was in my head, but I was always thinking about how everyone kind of um, gives me a bit more attention and probably looking at my screen just because I'm a girl and they're curious because I would be curious myself, you know. And uh, if we had a 50-50 split or if it was a fully um, a competition only for girls, I think that would make it a lot easier. It would give me this piece of, you know. It's funny you say that because I felt the same way, Kaya, going to my first races. Like everyone's looking at me. I'm the only woman. Like as soon as I started flying, I saw people tuning in. Yeah, It makes me nervous, but now I'm over it. Okay. More more time, I guess. And I'm used to being the only female at pretty much every event I attend. And a good one. <laughs> now I just Maybe like I've gotten just... more crass over my years because I'm hanging out <laughs> with should... so many of these male drone pilots. I'm just <laughs> I gotta watch my filter more. I, you're just, yeah, you're, you're, you just got better at uh, flying. Yeah, you know? Mako's great at everything though, freestyle, cine stuff. You're just an all rounder, racing. Yeah, I like to do it all. It's yeah. never boring. No, I like. I, like uh, I might have to focus yeah. more on racing with this DCL competition. Yeah, man. But I, I think that all highlights kind of a good point for anyone who's still a skeptic and you know and and listening. Like, there's like even though the racing, the actual race itself, like there's there's nothing inherently that would you know cause any gender split it's everything outside of the race that still goes into it there's you know um everything at an event everything you know in in a in a community like that that is involved there that's still going to have an effect on how intimidating it is or how enjoyable it is for someone to get involved and to race um and you know hopefully things like this will get it to the you know the same point as 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 driving a car where it's it's not a surprise that there's a woman driving a car and um, you know hopefully we get to that point where 
there doesn't need to be any separation and it it's just normal and accepted and not unusual but at the moment we're not any like we haven't even barely started towards that direction so hopefully this is one of the things that will help progress the community to something a bit more diverse and inclusive this is what we were hoping um it's I mean, one of the things that we're also saying with the Women's Cup as DCL is that, you know, as an organization, we have your back because we know that all these women do deal with regular abuse uh, from unfortunate, I, I won't even say words, but, you know, those type of people. And we are here to support these women that they feel safe, you know, racing for DCL, I mean, for, for the competition, obviously for teams, but within DCL, the organization, they will be supported by us and by these teams that will have their backs and we'll, I mean, we can't, you know, s- stop trolls on the internet from saying things, unfortunately. That's not how it works. But we also won't just kind of let it happen. And we... That's one thing that um, we want to be very clear on is that we will not tolerate within DCL any kind of ism of any kind, bigotry of any kind is absolutely untolerated. And so women can look forward to having a place where they will be defended if ever sexist comments come their way. And I mean, I say this for women, but this is applicable for really all other kinds of bigotry that there are because every now and then I do see unfortunate homophobic and transphobic Mm. slurs and it irks me and it's something that we as DCL also just find unacceptable as language so this is something where yeah just so you guys know we got your back (laughs) the great thing is it's such a minor like such a small population of people that and there are so many I feel like have you seen the bell curve I feel like you're either loved or hate you're adored or abhorred you know there's no middle ground as a female pilot yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I get, why, I get why people find it unfair that these competitions you know they are split into like our freestyle contest that we organized uh, it was only for women and I get why people find it uh, you know, not fair towards men, but also what people don't realize is that, uh, of course, everybody knows, everybody sees that being a female in FPV comes with a lot of benefits. You get a lot more attention. Uh, you know, you may get sponsors easier just because you're uh, there are so few of us. Uh, it's definitely easier to get subscribers if if that's what you're after. But all of these benefits, these come with uh, a very high cost um, that people don't see, you know, the things we have to struggle with on a daily basis. So, yeah, just just keep that in mind, I guess. <laughs> Good point, Mike. Just uh, one more thing to add to this. Uh, we get also a lot of attention that we don't ask for and we don't necessarily want to get as well. It's I never feel comfortable. As you all know, I never feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you always try to put me in there, but yeah, it's, I, I don't really care about the number of subscribers. All I want to do is just buy drones and have fun. Um, that's all I care about. I, I view but, you as high, highly capable, and I just want you. I want one day for for like you to take over LDO <laughs> and host a show with just women. Oh, cool. other, I'm down for that. Other, yeah. You know, mid genders, and uh, yeah, like I, I, I believe in you, Blue Owl. And as much as I kick you into the deep end, and you hate <laughs> no it, and I put you, I put you on the spot. I'd like to you point do. out that Frank now a talks, b arranges things, and c answers back. <laughs> and I feel that I have a look at that little raccoon tail. Um, <laughs> sorry, <I'm just> <laughs> Like, you know, and as much as 
Frank fought me on it, I now think we have a much more rich and value for for, for Frank. And uh, I'm proud of who he's become. Because oh, thank you. you I'm know, jealous uh, of his beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's like, also down to Jack. Yeah. Yep. I, I remember like people like, you know, why is Frank here? He doesn't say anything. And I have seen angry Frank and it comes to the slogan, an angry Frank is a dangerous Frank. And there's been things that would have never have got done without Frank. Mini air show, certain guests that, you know, like there's well, loads of... Spreadsheets. Yeah. Oh, the oh, spreadsheets. Oh, spreadsheets are yeah. amazing. Uh, I yeah. have yeah. to look at them once. Yeah, I mean, the mini air show is kind of a in, interesting, you, kind of relevant one in that, like, you know, that's with mini air show. I've been, you know, trying to make that a space that women are comfortable coming along and flying to, and you know, it's it is very hard to make that kind of space, starting from a position where you've basically got. 100% male attendance um you know and you know there is that kind of that barrier first so like um you know even even like being like I will I will I forget ticket prices you if you know you can just come along um uh, but it, it still makes it quite hard because it is an intimidating space for women to come to um you know we've we've particularly on the racing side you know we've had, had women come along and, and fly generally but then to get into the racing i i don't know whether that's a case of kind of because it is more competitive and it's or whether like you say it's because there's kind of a bit more attention and people tuning into your flying um or kind of what what happens there but you know i would you know i i'm keeping an eye every, in anything that i can hear about you know, initiatives to encourage more women into flying um, and participating in these kinds of events because I, you know, I think it is, it's crazy that that there isn't something there that should be gendered. You know, we've got, if you look at, like I said, like you look at driving in the US, there's more women drivers than there are men drivers. If you look at gaming, we're almost at the point where we've almost got parity of, of women to men in gaming. And if you look in FPV, it's just it's just crazy how it that isn't you know even starting to to come true so you know i'm i'm interested to see how this goes and kind of how things progress and hopefully you know more visibility in uh in dcl will also kind of maybe encourage more women to uh approach their local cost kind of grassroots clubs uh and, and maybe we can kind of get things in there as well because as soon as you've got some women in there then it will i'm sure help kind of make that a less intimidating space for women to to go to as well um so i i, I really hope this this kind of is one of those first steps towards yeah. kind of making that change well um, it's definitely yes. what we're trying to do uh obviously it's one of those you see someone who looks like you doing something you think you know what i can do it too that's usually how that kind of thing works and so by giving women a space where they will be showcased to a live audience on a regular basis we're also saying to a whole bunch of other people you know what look these are women they can do it so can you because fbv is a really expensive hobby so it has to be something that you're sure you want to do if you're going to start getting into it and so by showing them, you know, there is potential. If you do this, you can be part of team. You can enter competitions. That immediately also gives incentive to, I mean, you can buy simulators. Those are obviously a lot cheaper than getting a drone itself. But it's, it's already a start that you go on the simulator. You realize you enjoy it. You see that there are women flying. You see that they're doing really well, winning things, et cetera. And that kind of, like you said, influences um, a whole new generation of girls and women to join. And hopefully we can get to the point where there's parity. Thank you. Do you want to call us out? 
Um, we have been joined by. I thought we were letting Blue Owl do the outro Such a cracking job of the intros. We've got to let her do the outros too. I'll give you a start point. You've been listening to Let's Throw Now. Thank you. Or thank you for listening to Let's Throw Now. Don't forget to thank your patrons. Go, Blue Owl. Go. God, I'm so sorry for putting you on the spot, but it's good for you. You're not, though. You're not. One day you'll be telling me what to do. <laughs> all right i guess i i guess i just don't have a choice so yeah oh, we've, got, we've, got, awkward. <laughs> we've got a drop ship in zero so it's fine all right so we were joined by who would i start with curry kitten goodbye jack good night uh our tony sorry our bonjour. little tony bonjour <laughs> bonjour tony <laughs> andy slash frank Hi. And our two very, very special guests, uh, Jess. Hi, guys. <laughs> and? 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 <laughs> Up there above Tony, look. Did she freeze? Yeah, I think she did something to her computer intentionally. <laughs> just yeah, yanked the Wi-Fi out yes. the <laughs> Did you have fun while I was away? <laughs> I think I think my Wi-Fi is on my side, you know. <laughs> what did I miss? Right. <laughs> you miss saying goodbye to my co-reactor. That's okay. Thank you for having me again. Don't don't forget. Oh, bye bye, cat. Subscribers, <laughs> <laughs> patrons. <laughs> and I've also Is there a been private chat we could text her to. <laughs> Just read it from there. Hit 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 the stop button. Everyone out there misery. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Telemetry lost.